You're listening to Think. It's like think, but with an M instead of an N. A podcast for learning. Your number one educationalist podcast in Cincinnati, Ohio. And maybe the world. Brazil. I'm your host, Nicholas Rue. Jerusalem. And with me, I have... Costa Rica. <laughs> My co-host, Paul Costa Rica Vine. <laughs> they call me. Never been there. I can't even point to it on a map. Uh, but yes, I'm Paul Vine. And also with us, as always... Well, not as always. There was a brief moment where he wasn't here. Glad we got rid of that fucking other guy. Yeah. Who's that? Gary? Buckcherry. <laughs> Buckcherry, the audio guy? <laughs> Picture the audio guy. Well, he's got a very successful audio. You know what? Now. He's 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 the crazy bitch. <laughs> Harold, <laughs> hello. Harold is not a crazy bitch. You know, uh, this is episode fifty, Woo, uh, and this the is big L, baby. The big the, L. The big L. Big L. L. That's the Roman numeral for fifty. Ooh. <laughs> That's the kind of learning you get on this podcast. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that L meant 50. I thought it meant lose or left. It does do that Or too. L. The big L or was the also the, in Spanish. The like prequel, the pre pre prequel to the big O. What about the L word? What is the L word? Is it lesbians? It's a TV show. Well, I know that. About lesbians. It is in love. A- so you get really the two L words. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What what's what do you think is the most offensive word that begins with L? Paul? <laughs> Ledgerman. Ledgerman? Yeah. Isn't that the sleight of hand thing? I think uh uh I got one. I'll say it. Ooh, ooh, should I cuss? Don't cuss. Okay, I'm gonna The um, FDA is gonna sue us. <laughs> if they if they don't get us for torrents. That's right. Themkies, themkos, um, we're getting some letters, handwritten Is letters. Is letters the offensive word? From the FDA. No. <laughs> Is the letter L? The letter L? No. This it's... is like a bad episode of Sesame Street right now. L is for... Today's um, episode is brought to you by the letter L. I think the most offensive is um, limp doc. That's <laughs> limp biscuit. <laughs> it's just one of those days. Uh, and speaking of one of those days, this is gonna be our. Uh, right, is it Life Day? Uh, it's Life Day. It's Life Day. It's That's life the L. Day. That's what the L's for. It's Life Day. We're, it's our Life Day special. Mm-hmm. Christmas? Get out of here. Hanukkah? Sure, but not for us. They don't celebrate Christmas in space. They don't. They don't have the conception of a uh, uh, Christian Jesus. He wasn't even Christian. He was Jewish. That's why they called him JJ. Yeah. Did, Jesus never converted, right? He converted other people. Yeah, but never himself, you know? He's too What, hum- what if, Jesus, too what if Jesus did convert like a transformer? <laughs> what would he turn into? More bread? <laughs> oh, like a big robot. Doesn't he? Because his, 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 his flesh is the bread and his blood is the wine, so... Jesus, Jesus just turns into a meal. <laughs> like Optimus Prime. Dude, quick. the worst Transformer is Megatron, who turns into a fucking gun in the original. <laughs> I just like the Someone idea. else has to shoot him. It's like Optimus Prime, Megatron is attacking, we need you to transform. And he's like, got it. And he just turns into a pile of bread and a bunch of like wine spilling out of the ground. It's like, no! <laughs> anyway. He gets soaked up. That's how they defeat the uh, mutant in that Goosebumps episode. He makes them transform into acid. 
<laughs> and he can't reform himself after turning into a liquid. Who does that? In what? In Goosebumps. <laughs> the Attack of the Mutant. I never read that part of the Bible. <laughs> it's, the, it's the one where the kid... So after Ecclesiastes, the, like, the Attack of the Mutant. The nerd kid gets on the um, bus and then he misses his stop. And when he gets out, there's this ugly looking building that he goes into. And he finds... Uh, this like villain from I think you just book. described the opening of 30% of Goosebumps yeah that's about it um, but he finds this like villain in this comic book that he's reading oh yeah and then he like finds I don't know what you're talking about he like gets the hero the like gazelle or something yeah and then they go to that factory and then there's that guy with long hair and then they steal a camera no, and then they take a photo, and then it's a and dummy. The, and they that look won't at stop it, talking. And it's it's him being like he takes a photo of himself, and it's just him beating the shit out of a bunch of people in an elevator. <laughs> the devil? <laughs> no, by Drive. Isn't that Shyamalan? Isn't Drive? Isn't that happened in Drive? I never saw Drive. No, I don't think. I think you're thinking of the devil. No, there is devil. Mm-hmm. What does not Ryan Gosling beat somebody up? Yeah, lots of movies. The Notebook? Yeah, that's like he does. He does like murder his wife, who's got Alzheimer's or whatever. Hey, no spoilers. This spoil free, spoiler free podcast. Great start to a holiday special. A great way to spoil a movie is to not ever see the movie and then kind of take vague stabs at what happens in it. um, But you know what movie I have seen? You know what holiday we're celebrating is once again Life Day. Life Day, not the cereal. And if you're going to celebrate Life Day... Well, Paul, how do you... Dis- Before we get into the media of it, let's get into the, the belief the of Life Day. of Life Day. As far as I can tell, the, the, the central tenet of Life Day is to gather around a tree. Sounds a lot like Christmas. Wearing red robes. A lot like Christmas. Where Car- and Carrie Fisher sings you a song. So... But I feel like, again... We you also get- have to hold, like, crystal globes. Yeah, it's weird. It's very culty. It's like, like I think the Freemasons do that. Do you? It's like the the Melania's red uh, Christmas trees were an ode to the Life Day. Um, That's true. Red robes. But this is the uh, holiday famous from the widely seen and definitely not cult and niche Available. Star Wars holiday special. Available on YouTube near you. George Lucas once said, "If he had a hammer and a whole bunch of free time," I'm paraphrasing. Um, he would destroy every copy. He would destroy every single copy, so no one ever saw it again. So that way, everyone would be his friend. He thinks it's worth. He's proud of the prequels. Well, the prequels every are minute. good. Yeah, they're in some ways better than. We're talking the about Solo, right? No, the I'm talking about the Phantom. Solo, Menace, yeah, Solo's better than a lot of Attack other movies. Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith. Those are all better films than the original Star Wars films. Uh, do we? Do you want to do this right now? I thought we were just trying to have a nice. <laughs> just have we're trying to have a nice holiday special, and you keep. Okay, we'll just cut this part out. Okay? All right, all right, just, all right. I'm gonna cut all, right, all of that fine. out. All right, we're trying to. I'm trying to keep the energy festive, and you're just you're really fighting me here. The problem, the biggest problem with the Star Wars Christmas special. I think I made cookies for this, and you said they weren't any good. You've just been nagging me the entire time. I don't know what this power move is. I just. I, just play along. You used f- the wrong fucking baking ingredient. <laughs> what? They used the wrong baking? <laughs> you used baking powder instead of baking soda wrong in the ba- cookies. <laughs> so? Perhaps, you, you gotta, I, it tastes like dirt. 
Brandon, you, I'm not going to eat dirt. I don't care. I don't care which life day it is. It's traditional life day cookies. Are you put dirt in them? Yeah. Because Wookiees eat them, and Wookiees are disgusting. They live in trees. Okay. They check they off of the living room. Public. They, they smell. There's no bathroom. They just they let it weird. fall as no, they go. There's a lot of bad stuff in that film yeah. that we should so discuss. So that's why I, yeah, I put some dirt. I put some hair in the cookies. But I was just trying to be festive. Harold ate one. He liked it. <laughs> Harold, I Harold, five, choked, Harold choked to death 30 minutes ago. <laughs> Nobody's recording this podcast. Well, we'll just edit this part out later. All right. All right. All right. Okay. So just, Sorry. The prequels are bad. <laughs> yeah. I don't even want. I want to talk about Life Day. Let's talk about Life Day. So yeah, there's no explanation of what Life Day really is, other than it's like a holiday that Chewbacca has to get home for. I think. So, in Star Wars, we said that 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 in the Star Wars universe they have no concept of Christ or Christianity. However, there is a line of dialogue that I believe in Empire Strikes Back where Han Solo says, "See in hell." To Princess Leia. So they do have an idea of hell within the Star Wars universe. Well, hell could just be a planet, though. Ooh, whoa. Whoa. That's crazy. What if, like, hell is a planet? Mm-hmm. And it's just really hot. What or if what God- it's really nice? What if it's just like a... Like 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 people go to Cancun What or if whatever? God is an alien? We talked about this on an episode. Panspermia. Panspermia. What if Satan is an alien? I think Satan's a human. Who? I think it's you. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, well, I tried. So, okay. So, Paul and I, uh, immediately before recording this episode, uh, went to a screening of the Star Wars Holiday Special, which um, begins... It was a crowded bar... They make you. We'll just say it. What? Where? No, we'll keep it. We we won't tell people where it was. We want to keep it secret. But it's a certain kind of place where you go in, and then they give you a riddle, and you have to touch the them. riddle. Was Buck Wild though? What? Oh, just like a. How does that door work? B. Yeah. The the riddle. Oh, they have a button behind the counter to open that door. Oh, really? They have to because that's why I because they move it. Yeah, because okay, so. For the listener who may not know, um, it's a, a, a bar that when you walk into it, it seems like a small VHS store, a movie store. Like, and then they check your ID, presumably if so, it's a video store, so that you could buy the porn they keep behind the counter. There's no porn or the visible. R-rated movie. <laughs> no, but um, instead they say the movie I suggest is such and such, and they give you a riddle. The, the first time I went, they gave me a riddle of like. A uh, classic 1980s film about computers. Yes. And I, like, there was, like, war games on the... Sh- like, the guy kind of gestured towards, like, you should check this area. And there was, like, war games and Tron mm-hmm. and, like, a bunch of other films. And then the one that it was was not any of the ones. And I was like, oh, it's probably this one. So... And so I felt really dumb. The, um, I was just like, please let me in. I know... I don't How care. long did it take? Uh, it took me like two minutes. 
Oh. And it's supposed it's to be not super long. It's supposed to be a fun thing, and it is a very fun thing. Yeah, the first time you do it, like if especially you'll have if, a great time going to. Let's just let's say it. Let's just say it. And then Cincinnati, Ohio. In Cincinnati, Ohio, <laughs> the 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 video archive. Mm-hmm. We're gonna give their way away their secret. Yep, the secret is that if you beat the guy, if in you the front, want us to not to give in. away your secret, and you're listening to the episode video archive, you have to. Sponsor us, and we will delete this segment of this episode and rehost it. Is this so as a ransom note? Yes. Like an yeah, that's why I'm trying to get sponsors now. It okay. is not. Didn't work out with the Lindbergh baby. <laughs> or Papa John's. I, I gave. He he told us to go ahead and just release the tape of him saying the the slur, and we did. And that look how it turned out for him. It's true. SavePapaJohn.com or whatever the hell that website was. I don't know if that's still up. Is, he, work. is he still blogging huh? on it? I don't Pop- know. Once he didn't sponsor us, I blocked him. Okay. Yeah, we don't talk anymore. Yeah. John Schnatter. Schnatt, Schnatter. Yeah, John Slattery. Yeah, racist. On film and in real life. Not John Slattery. Don't confuse me. <laughs> I like him and things. Um, God, he got me all fucked up, Paul. <laughs> That's my job. <laughs> Welcome to this podcast. Uh, um, anyway, yeah, you guess the film and they let you in. The video archive yes. in Walnut Hills? East yeah, Walnut Wal- Hills? Uh, I think it's just Walnut Hills. Walnut Hills. Yeah, it's Walnut Hills. And today when we went in... they Packed. Well, no, they said the, the clue was oh, um, yeah. on air and unaware. And that one also took us a while because I'm like we couldn't figure it out. And then it, it was, well, there's a lot of movies looking at you. Yeah, it's like a whole wall. And I thought it was limited to the one that is actually hiding the door, mm-hmm. but it's not. It was like no, on the, it's like hidden on the bottom this time. Well, so the first time I went, you actually like you pulled on it. Yeah, it was like in a special case that had a video archive like border around it, and you'd pull on it, and then the door slid over. But this time. They just said the name of the movie, and then I touched it, and then I went to pull it, and then it just fell on the off. ground, <laughs> and the door opened. So I think they have a button behind the they counter. Must, they probably where change they it. watch and like see. They wait for someone to do it, and then it goes. That would yeah. make the most sense. But then it was packed. Yeah, it was pretty packed. But a lot of people were excited to see this bad Star Wars film. And I didn't really... I recognized one person there outside of our friends. Mm-hmm. Very small private event screening. Very private screening for uh, a, a great film. And it starts out with... Um, well, this ha- started out with a commercial for the Kenner action figures. And then it followed up with your typical screening of Wonder Woman will not be on it this time. And the, and the Incredible Hulk. All right, which like that sucks. Can you imagine being really tied up? I don't know. Actually, it's like a late seventies superhero. Super hyped for dude. I've seen. I've never seen Wonder Woman except for the gifts and certain YouTube videos. But um, it makes it sound like you're looking at Wonder Woman porn <laughs> on YouTube. They don't have porn on YouTube. That's their whole thing. This is an audio experience, so people can't see me nodding. Yes, you have to remember. <laughs> That the audience doesn't know what you're talking about and can't see. They you. never know what I'm talking about. Then whose fault is that? I blame this God. Is th- <laughs> you know what? This is how all my family Christmases go. 
Yeah. Just, that's why we started celebrating Life Day. Right? And we're going to get past this. Oh. So, yeah. They, 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 once you get past, like, the... I have seen The Incredible Hulk. And, oh, no. I'm sorry. You're saying something. Oh, just once you get past the, the commercials for stuff. It starts off with your typical kind of Star Wars opening, but, like, a lot cheaper. Like, the, the Star Wars fanfare stars and then the title, but the title is, like... Not the big, bold yellow with the border. It's just like Star Wars in white letter. Yeah, it's right aligned, thin white font. Yeah. And then they have, apparently in the original like cut of Star Wars, they're thinking about having narration of someone actually reading the opening crawl, which, thank God they didn't, because they did it for this one. It wasn't an opening crawl, though. It was just No, it's, but it does read it. Yeah, it was him like kind of just like explaining... What's happening of like Han and Chewie are on the run from the Empire trying to get back to Kashyyyk so that Chewie can celebrate Life Day. And then they just do like starring Harrison Ford as Han Solo. Mark Hamill as... Which Luke. that's the thing I want to talk about real quick. Yeah, they do They do the intro of everyone's faces in a star and they're all smiling. And you, get, and, you and meet Chewie's family. They have their name. Yeah, that's the part that fucks we'll, with we'll me. We'll get to that. So, yeah. The... The idea that Chewbacca has, like, a wife, a old sickly father, and a young son named Lumpy is, um, his wife's name is Nala. Mala. And Mala? M-A-L-L-A. Oh, yeah, not Nala. Sorry, Nala's I was thinking. the Lion King. And his dad's name is Itchy. <laughs> his name's Chewy. It's not like you Itchy's know, his name's them. Chewbacca. It could be Itchbacca. I know, that's what I'm saying. His full name's probably Itchbacca. Malabaca. Malbec. That's where it came from. Yeah, Yeah, that's her favorite one. So what's... um, And then Lumpy Baca. Lumbaca. Oof, my Lumbaca. I grab my back. It's a thing that old people do. They'll say something weird like, Oof, my lumbago. I don't know what the fuck a lumbago is. Oh, Winnebago? (laughs) No, that's a car. Yeah. RV. <laughs> yeah, old people drive a lot of Winnebago's. <laughs> old people grab their backs all the time and complain about their lumbago. But the idea, the implication. It's called the lumbar system, dummies. Learning. Old, old people a get A podcast fucked. for learning. I think the implication that Chewbacca has a family. That he left to become it, a crime lord. <laughs> and he's just fucking off and being a criminal. That's <laughs> this like weird Tony Soprano element of Chewbacca. Well, I want I like to imagine that he was just like he's like I'm going to get my shit together. I'm going to go out. I'm going to find like the thing of like, you know, fuck up. Mm-hmm. Fuck up husband like like the wife has had it. But that's not clearly what happened here cuz like no, they all seem happy and like and it like, looks like they have a nice yeah. chic home. They have an open fire well, it's pit. funded by the well, drug they don't money. Have, they don't have any money. That's like the whole point of like Han Solo and like Han doesn't have any money. Do you think Chewie's just fucking sitting on a fortune? I think he and might like be sending Han it back to, to his family, and he's like, "Han, we'll figure it out." Beat it. And maybe Han's a nice. I mean, Han's a nice guy. He's like, so. as soon as Chewie gets away from Han, he's just fucking throwing bills in the air. No, I think he's 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 sending it to Mala. Oh, he's sending all of his money. To I him. think he's letting her handle the finances. So oh, she's fuck. implicated in this too. Rico laws. <laughs> yeah, We're going to put them all away. I mean, the entire plot of the movie is they are searching their house, waiting for Chewbacca to get back. Do they They have to know, like, the Empire's on Kashyyyk doing these raids. How do they not, like, literally, this takes place a year 
after the first film. Because mm-hmm. like Han and Chewie and Luke and Leia don't know each other before the events of the first film. By the end of that film, they're like war heroes. They get the medals and stuff. Yes. So they, they have to know who Chewbacca is. Yeah. Uh, so how do the hell do they show up at his house and just be like, who lives here? <laughs> I think that's the thing. It's that he must... Is Chewbacca a pseudonym? Is his real name? What if his real name is something really lame and Chewbacca is just like a, a cool like gang name that he gave himself? Well, maybe his real name is Chewbacca and to the people that know him well, he goes by Ch- Ch- Chewbacca. But to like any affiliate, he's like the Wookiee, you know? Oh. He has like some title. Yeah. Okay. As as opposed to like giving out his real name all the time, like of course Han would know his real name. Maybe later, or yeah, maybe it is. Maybe Chewbacca is a pseudonym, and he well, has. This happens in Solo. Yeah. yeah. Well, he like tells him his real name. It's like Chewbacca of something or other, and Han's like, "Oh, well, I'm gonna have to give you a, a nickname or something like that." I thought he just said, "Okay." I thought that scene was he was just like, uh What's your name anyway? And he's like, oh. he's like Chewbacca. That takes too long to say. I gotta come up with a nickname. Mm-hmm. Like they had to explain Chewy, mm-hmm. but it it's makes sense it. that yeah. there's more of it. Mm-hmm. Maybe yes. I I don't know. The entire idea of of translating like Wookie to what we interpret as English, which yeah. is like common in Star Wars, yeah, galactic, galactic common, common yeah. Is in already an insane. Well, it's a thing that happens in this film too. Is like that kid has to build a translator at a certain point. God, the the yeah, we haven't even started. Yeah, the plot of this film is buck wild. So Chewbacca needs to go home so he can celebrate Space Christmas with his family. Life day, life day. That's what the point of this episode is. Life day, life day. So you get. The We're first, just trying to have a nice life the, to you. Yeah, the first ten minutes of this film is just like all Wookiee in Chewbacca's house. The kid's fucking around with like an X-wing. Yeah, yeah, his like gr- his toy X-wing just like running Chewbacca's, into his grandpa's face. Who is just like staring and like holding very close to his face a wooden X-wing, just in kind of a, a constant state of confusion and interest. And the, the the kid Wookie looks like if you've ever seen the photos of like those people who suffer from like hyper He looks like when the kid turns into the chimp in, in, towards the end of Jumanji. Yeah. While what, also kind of looking like a Furby. Well no, it, what he looks like is if you look up like the photos of like if you like look up Wolf Boy or whatever and those photos of like the the you know, carnival freaks is I googled a better term. I googled Teen Wolf. No, it it's just look a like bunch of wolf. sexy boys. No, no, that's the new Teen Wolf. They've remade Teen Wolf as well. No, it's Michael J. Fox. He's one sexy boy. He is not multiple. It's sexy multiple. Michael J. Fox. <laughs> what is Teen Wolf two? He gets cloned. No, is he in Teen Wolf two? No, I don't think so. That's why oh, you're pretty- right. That's not Michael J. Fox. That's Jason Bateman. I guess he's more of a cute boy than a sexy boy. Anyway, point is, is that if you look up, like, the wolf boy from, like, the 1900s, that's kind of what this kid Wookiee looks like. And he's just got that, like, permanent grimace on his face, like he just wants to die. He's just, it's weird. And so he's just ramming a toy into his grandpa's head. He gets mad at him. The the mom is trying to make His grandpa's mind is gone. 
Yeah, his face looked like it was falling off half the time. Yeah, he looked like um, the old puberty monster in Big Mouth that just speaks in yes. like gurgles. Oh my god, yes. He looked like he was a Wookiee falling apart. <laughs> yeah. Like someone took a Chewbacca costume and then they left it in the Tunisian desert for like <laughs> the year it had been since production and like, they're like, fuck, it's kind of melted, but we can just say it's Chewbacca's dad. Yeah, like if you, like if you look up uh, some of the, the puppets from like Labyrinth, where they just sat in like a landfill or in a warehouse and rotted, and they're just terrifying looking. It's like they just found that, and they're like, "Oh yeah, uh, let's do a Star Wars special," you know. So the first ten minutes is you don't know what's going on. There's no dialogue. It's well, Wookie growls. Yeah, there's dialogue, but it's not translated. It's in Wookies. Yeah, and it, yes, it's not translated. And then what? I don't. The inciting incident is what the. I, the they message call, from the Empire? No, because even before that, they're like... Oh, it's the isn't it the fucking little boy goes to the holographic table and then turns it, it oh, on? Oh, yeah, that's like the first thing that happens. He like, turns on this holographic table and it's just a like parallel bars competition, like a weird circus. It's like Cirque du Soleil, but, you can, but not as impressive It's a small all. hologram like the chess game in the first... Or whatever it was in the first movie. But then also he like picks... One of the circus people who then becomes a big hologram. He's got it's big old very trumpet. hot. It kind of looks like um, you know the animated like the illustrations of the sea monkeys. What sea monkeys are supposed to look like? Like you mix that with the Grinch, mm-hmm. and then make it like French. Yeah. And you're working with the hologram dancer. And that's like feels like ten minutes long of just like kind of bad acrobatics and dancing. They're not bad. It's just the seventies. And then they in the seventies everything was kind of worse, right? And then they shut it off, and Chewbacca still doesn't come home, so his wife Chewbacca goes over. Doesn't get home for a long time. Finds the photo of him and looks longingly at it. Mm-hmm. And then they call Luke. They call Luke. They call Luke, who has like a haircut. Yeah, he looks and is wearing like a hundred pounds of makeup. <laughs> so, well, that's the thing I was wondering because, um, like, it looks like like it's only a year later. Yeah, but it looks like they took current Mark Hamill and tried to make him look like nineteen seventy seven Mark Hamill. Well, that's the thing. So I know right after uh, the release of A New Hope, Mark Hamill was filming Corvette Summer and then had a car accident and then they had to like. Put him back Rebuild his face effectively. Oh, really? Like he had massive, like I think jaw damage, skull damage, and they had to do like a lot of work, and he was in the hospital for a okay, while. Okay, so my Mason Verger thing is not far off. So I don't know if it was like after that surgery that they were like, but you have to be in the special, and then they put like an inch of makeup on him to try and make him look like normal hide, Mark it. Hamill. Yeah, because he does look like someone carved a wooden doll of Mark Hamill yeah. and then painted it and then had it read the lines. Like, have you seen uh, It looks Hannibal? inhuman. I, it, no, I haven't seen the, Hannibal. The I know mo- you're making that No, the so the mo- there's the movie Hannibal or whatever, the one that has Gary Oldman as the... the I think that's Hannibal. Pedophile. Yeah. I think it's Hannibal. Yeah, and he's like or, in, in the, in in the, the bed and his face is all Yeah, crazy. and then in the TV show they also have it. But yeah, he gets like... He cuts, he, Hannibal doses him and convinces him to cut his face off and eat it. Or whatever, you know, Hannibal, whatever. Hannibal, Hannibal shit. You know, but that's, that's what Mark stuff. Hamill looked like there. Like, like just a weird, like vanilla sky ass thing. He clearly had rouge and a lot of foundation. And they had cut his hair in a way that it, it was the first time I ever realized that 
Mark Hamill is meant to be blonde space uh, Ron Howard. Right, yeah, because he he yeah he kind of looked like a, like a Howdy Doody doll. Like oh yeah yeah yeah. And then um and he, then gets, they, they call him and he can't help him because he's like oh I haven't heard. Yeah, from but him. he like totally flirts with Chewbacca's wife and it's he, weird. He's just like they uh, apparently filmed it like yeah, he does, two different he, sessions. He, he pulls a, a, a smile, sweetie, or whatever. <laughs> yeah. That was a weird thing. So they have a wide shot where Mark Hamill acts like almost normal. Like something's definitely off, but almost normal Luke Skywalker. And then they'll cut to this like close up where he's just looking directly into the camera. And he's like, no, I don't want to see that look on your face. Come on. You're not going to be alone for long. And <laughs> like he's like, I'm gonna come over and fix your pipes. Yeah. There were so many times in this film where it's like, oh, this is about to turn into a porno, right? I feel like that's immediately the next scene. Yeah, is where they have um, there's an old man who's Who, who's got cleavage down to his belly button. Yeah, he's, <laughs> his shirt just unbuttoned all the way down, and he's like a tinkerer slash. He's part of the rebellion. Yeah, he's part and of the rebellion. And there's a space Nazi. Who, who shows up with a porn stash. <laughs> it's the first time you see an Imperial <laughs> officer with just a thick mustache. Yeah. She just shows up for something. I couldn't hear exactly what was going on. He's searching for anything they're Yeah, hiding. and the guy's like, here, I got this little fish tank. And he's like, I hate fish. And it's like, oh, yeah, these guys are about to fuck. Hell yes. Yeah. <laughs> Two spit a period of time. He holds up a tiny, clear rectangle, and then they zoom in on it, and then they just overlay footage of just fish, and then they linger on it for like 45 seconds. And then like Chewbacca's wife calls while the guy's in the middle searching, and the guy's just like talking to her. It's like, oh yeah, I'll be No, with- you didn't hear that, did you? No. It's He was like, uh, I know we talked earlier, but that uh, large uh, shag rug you ordered, it's in route. It should be there uh, sooner than you expect it. So keep an eye out. Oh, I missed that part. That's kind of funny. Yeah, and the guy was the guy from the Honeymooners. Not the one that's constantly threatening to beat his wife until she's in the sky in space, which would have made more sense. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Because, you know, to the moon. But the moon of Kashyyyk. Yeah. Just kidding. It's a planet. Endor's a moon. Gotcha. Oh, damn. Got me. You kicked off the podcast now. Learning. Uh, uh, and then, so yeah, then they're talking, and then the guy, what is he, he finds something. A comb yeah. or something. And he's like. And he's like, this will get you cleaned right up. And it can plug into any laser port or something. It's like selling him a dildo or something. Just it's the weird. part that blew me away was like, what does he say? It's like, you don't have to pay for it. He's like. Oh, yeah. He's like, we could trade for it or something like that. You got anything to trade? And then there's and just like winks. a beat. <laughs> yeah, like like he's like he's like if you suck me off, I will give you this. And it's filmed in a way of just an old man showing a lot of chest, and then a mustache man being yeah, it coy, was but like interested that you get that vibe. Like and there's, it was the there's 70s. tension. Yeah, and it was the seventh. And then it cuts, and then we're back in. What happens after that? It's like a, such a bizarre. I'm pretty sure there's another fucking musical number. Uh. It comes back and then, uh. Well, you know what? Why don't we take a break and refresh ourselves? Yeah. That's uh, probably good. We're gonna have a sponsor, which is, um. <laughs> Star Wars. <laughs> Star Wars Rogue One episode. 
Star Wars. A Star Wars story. story. <laughs> no, Rogue One. Rogue. Star Wars Rogue One, a Star Wars, Wars story. Presents <laughs> Gillette 3. <laughs> Gillette Mach 3. Brandon, that's a joke for us. We'll be yeah. right back. <laughs> Peace. <laughs> all you themekeys, themegoes, and themekers out there. It's me, uh, Nick, just saying thanks for listening, and uh, happy holidays. And if you want to make this a very, very happy holiday for us here at Themek, uh, just give, like, you know, sign up for the Patreon just for this month, or next month, you know, just a month, or two months, then forget about it and stay on for years. Do whatever you want to do. We just appreciate you listening, but we appreciate money even more. Because 2019 is going to be a very exciting year for the podcast. But I can't tell you about that just yet. Keep your ears open and your eyes tuned for the future. Thanks. Now back to the show. And more. What? Okay, yeah, well, I'm like, you have to fucking put more effort in bringing us back than that. God damn it, Paul. Look, it's life day. You can't get mad at me. Yes, I can. Okay, so, God. Yeah, we're doing that again. Okay, fine, we'll do it again. You're going to do the same thing if we run it back, aren't you? There's no way to win. Okay. Um, so we're, we're, we're here on, on episode 50 of Theme of the Holiday Special, where we're talking about the Star Wars Holiday Special, in case you weren't paying attention for the yeah, last Yeah, if you somehow hour. just jumped midway through this episode and we thought, I'll start here. I was reminding you, Paul, oh, not okay. the listener. I don't know. And so when we were last left, uh... Uh, Nala. A, a Nala, Nala uh, just Nala. got done talking to a sexy old man and a... And Imperial officer the with imperial a officer. mustache who are getting off the video phone. Everything's done via video phone here mm-hmm. to go bang one out. And so Nala now is excited with the news Mala. that her Mala is excited with the news that her husband, is on the his way. famous war criminal Chewbacca, is on his way with famed war we talked about criminal Stu and I briefly talked about how John McCain and Chewbacca have very similar lives yeah and and that they're both probably bad dads (laughs) I mean definitely absent Chewbacca's for most of the film Mm -hmm. which we'll get to I I did say that Chewbacca was a better pilot oh yeah and that's the official stance of theme yep you can't argue against it you can, but if you if you would like to, please direct your complaints to John, John Kasich. Kasich. Uh, only if you're arguing in support of Chewbacca. Yeah, <laughs> please send John Kasich a bunch of tweets about how Chewbacca is a much better pilot than John McCain. He needs to know. Um, but yeah, so she gets off the phone, and in preparation for her husband coming home, she decides to cook something. It's I don't I never caught exactly what it's it is. It's a big pot of wookie slop is what it <laughs> yeah, seems. Yeah, she got like. like one of those old wash tubs. So it's, like any <laughs> any modern housewife of unknown long time ago Star Wars, um, she turns on the television and watches a cooking channel, mm-hmm. which has a uh, man Har- Harvey Corman Harvey Corman better known as Headley Lamar from in a bunch he's also Blazing like Saddles and Pink um, Panther he's in a bunch of stuff he's, he's a Professor Balls and Pink Panther 
one of the you know real real powerhouses in 1970s comedy. But he is in this role in drag. In drag and maybe blackface? Arguably blackface. I would definitely say probably. At least orange face. Dark face. Yeah. It's it's darker face. Like he's... It's not great. And he's doing a bad, like, Julia Child impression, kind of. And he looks a little like like Mom from Futurama. Yes. Like the same hairdo. Mm Mm-hmm. And then uh, the whole bit is that, like... He has four arms. He's well. That you fucking you can't jump to the punchline, man. They put a lot of work into Sorry, that. Sorry, you're right. So first he's taking a whisk, and then he whisks she. They. Mala. No, the. Oh, the alien. Yeah. I. Well, they, it doesn't establish the pronouns. We're well. The, we'll use they. They. Uh, they. They got a whisk. And they're whisking, and then they have a ladle, and then they don't use the ladle to do anything. They just start mashing. They whip. They whip. Because it's 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 whisk, whisk, whip. whisk, whip. whip. So that's probably the spoon, right? That's not the ladle yet. Yeah. And then just when the joke is just like, oh, I'm doing a Julia Child's impression. It's like, oh, whip, whip, whip whisk, whip, whisk, whisk, whip, whip, whisk, whip, whip, whisk. And then it cuts to Mala doing the same. What? Yeah, Fall- ha- following along. Okay, I thought you said your name was Fallen now. Fallen la la la. Listening to the album Fallen by Evanescence. Ooh. Um, she's following what if, along. What if Chewbacca's son was going through like an emo phase? And that really. Well, when we walked in, just they dying were, his fur black. When we walked in, they were playing the the Weird Al parody of American Idiot, mm-hmm. which it took me a second to realize was the Weird Al parody because I'm just like. Man, Green Day sounds worse than I remember. <laughs> I definitely like to see an update to a Star Wars special wherein they do it like after Empire Strikes Back, where um, Chewbacca has been like tortured in Cloud City. <laughs> and Han is like not there because he's frozen <laughs> in carbonite. Yeah, and his son is now a teenager <laughs> dealing with an absent father who's constantly away at war. Like the 90s film <laughs> version. <laughs> the, the 90s life day yeah. celebration question mark. Yeah, it's un- it's unclear. So then you have this uh, Julie Child's parody. (laughs) And then just when you think that's enough. A third arm comes out. (laughs) And then they have a ladle. And she starts beating it (laughs) with the ladle. (laughs) And then the fourth one comes out and does something and and Mala can't keep up. And that's the whole joke. And then she has a pot of slop that she puts aside for when her... Yeah. And at that point, I think, is when San shows up, the, the traitor from earlier, having... His shirt is more open when he shows up. So I think he's <laughs> he definitely he definitely he fucked. fucked. Yeah. You, you, he shows up and he's like, I've got gifts. He put his dick in a peach at least. He shows up and he's like, I've got gifts for life day. And he gives the kid um, what looks like a typewriter. It's it's a space it, typewriter. It comes back later as and it's a amorphous machine or something like that. Yeah, that sounds like some bullshit. Yeah, it's what it looks like a typewriter. Kid has to put it together. He gives... Like all good gifts. He gives them a... I think he gives them the music box. Yes. Mala gives Mala the music box. Mm -hmm. Because that's going to come up later. And then he gives the grandfather a VR system. Oh, this is... And I think this is where we get maybe the weirdest part of this movie. Mm -hmm. Which is where the grandpa, the old, like constantly drooling grandpa so they basically they set the grandpa in a chair that looks like one of the salon chairs uh uh-huh seemingly in a corner facing away from everything else and then they put what looks like a salon um like hairdo 
thing over his head, but then it goes a little further. It and turns it co- into an ASMR video. Yes. And so, um, unbuttoned Dying. shirt man, like, starts to coach him on how the machine works. And then, well, Paul, how Dying. about you describe what's <laughs> yeah. in detail? Okay, so we cut, we go into, I guess, from the point of view of Itchy, who is Chewbacca's dad. Um, and it starts with a kaleidoscope kind of opening. Mm-hmm. You and can then, just see, like, purple on the yeah. rim and then... A little white in the middle. uh, And after about 45 seconds to a minute of that, uh, Diane Carroll comes in with purple, like a purple wig, Mm. like very flat to her head, purple wig. Uh, She's got like a white head dress and white dress. Yeah, and she's talking, not like whispering, but definitely in the like ASMR style of like kind of enunciating words in a weird way and she's like I'm so glad that you're here and it gets really sexual no but before that it's like it's like form me imagine what you want oh and yeah, you yeah. I'm of, your fantasy yes of what you desire huh. I will come to be and now and then she's like blurry and then slowly as it sharpens and reveals Diane Carroll she's like you have created me based upon what you desire and together we will explore your desires or something like that. So yeah, and then she sings a song. Mm. The fuck does this have to do with Star Wars? It's just horny. <laughs> it's it's so very weird. horny. I want to think like George Lucas was that was basically tonally his plan for Empire Strikes Back. And that's why he hates, that's why he hates this so much. It's because he's like, damn, they fucking took all my good ideas. <laughs> and then he was like, oh, people don't like that. I guess I'll do like a dark drama in the middle instead of just hanging out with Chewbacca's he's family. Like, the, the original plot, instead of Han getting put in a bunch of carbonite, he was getting hooked up to the VR porn machine. <laughs> and also, I, you have to know that there are parts, while Diane Carroll is singing her song, that Lumpy's <laughs> just God. like moaning and grunting. Itchy, itchy. Itchy. Lumpy, Lumpy is a son of a weird if Lumpy was moaning and groaning. Right. Lumpy's too young itchy. for that. Itchy. is... <laughs> Papabaka. It's just like... Oh. <laughs> just grunting, yeah, and then and, and then he like jumps up at one point, yeah. like, and it's and, and he's not in a corner; he's like in the middle of the living room. He's <laughs> in the corner of the shed, but he's like, just, just like straight up, like like Mala's there, and Lumpy, I think, might have gone to his room, but maybe came back. Grandpa's getting mind jerked <laughs> in just the middle of the living room Man. by Diane Carroll, and then her song's very beautiful. She's a talented yeah. singer, uh, and then they get very excited. For um, Chewbacca to come in, they hear uh, a ship fly overhead. Oh, and you think it's gonna be? And, and there's some there's some like uh, messages from like Grand Moff Tarkin. I think is that who that was, or is it somebody else? No, it's just some guy. Just some guy. It's not okay. anyone in the movie. It's okay, just... it's just some rando dude that says like, yeah, th- uh, there's no ships allowed that will be allowed to land. They they hear a ship rumble overhead. And um, Lumpy runs to the door and answers it. Oh! It's your birthday. It's Harold's birthday. It's Harold's birthday. It's cheers, Harold's birthday. Cheers, this cheers. isn't really a Life Day episode. It's Harold's birthday episode. It's Harold's no, birthday. We're still going to talk about Life Day episode. That's what the Wookiees are celebrating. But this life is Day's how, This real. is how you celebrate your birthday. Yeah. <laughs> this is how you do it. You get a second-hand recounting of the Star Wars Holiday Special and how weird from 1978. <laughs> so, yeah. Good. 
Thanks, guys. No, of course. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, boy. It's the holidays. We got all of them. <laughs> all the holidays. Harold's birthday. Choo-choo. Choo-choo. Um, so they hear a ship overhead. Yes, and Lumpy answers the door expecting it to be his dad, and lo and behold, it is, in fact, stormtroopers mm-hmm. who have come to search the house for... Chewbacca? Drugs? I don't think they know it's Chewbacca's house. I think they're just like... Because they don't say, like, names. They just say, four Wookiees live here. Two adult males, one adult female, one male child. Well, they they dress them down. I mean, it's very much like a, a you know, an intimidating scene. Right. They're like, where's your husband? Where's the other Wookiee? They don't even say your husband because yeah, they, they don't acknowledge yeah, the relationships of Wookiees. They probably don't recognize Wookiee marriages or no, whatever. They don't, probably don't recognize the humanity or whatever, space humanity of Right, Wookiees. they probably just think they're like, oh, these fucking weird bears built a house. <laughs> it's kind of cute. Um, and so to like distract the guards from searching, they turn on the music box, which opens up and he spends forever working. This is a big joke. He spends forever messing with the music box and the guy hits him and says, get on with it, which is a bit from honeymooners because it's the guy guy from from the honeymooners. Yes. Um, and the music box comes on. I feel like there's so many Easter eggs of like 1970s comedy that, you, that if we weren't, you know, not dead, we'd totally wait. If we were old enough to get it, it would maybe be really if funny. If we were our age, then if we'd grown wait, up, I'm getting all my tenses confused. You get it. It's Life Day. <laughs> it's Life Day. It's Harold's birthday. Um, and so if you had to pick a band to be in Star Wars special, which band would you pick? Think Late. you have to base this only on name and the fact that it's the year 1978. Yeah, 1978. Mm-hmm. Star Wars. Special. Don't think like what music kind of fits tonally with yeah. Star Wars. What was he? I mean, I don't even know. Don't don't even worry about if they're good or yeah. you want to hear them. Yeah, em. just like what do you know about space? Or if that, how that, do you get there? Space rush. No, no, that'd be good. <laughs> Were they even around? I don't even it know. It would be good, but it, it would be better. I like Rush. Tom Sawyer's the sex song. <laughs> but like you're in you're in the area, but you gotta think more like think like, okay, it's nineteen seventy eight. This Star Wars movie's a big hit, huh? We're gonna make a holiday special. And we're just gonna book a bunch of people that don't make sense. We gotta have one band that's like a space band. What do you got for me? Billboard top one hundred. I don't even know if they had a big hit at this point. Yeah, they didn't. You're right. So they were a band that that <laughs> they y- did have big that hits. used to be a band that had big hits uh-huh. in in the late '60s and yeah, early, early '70s, seventies, like Flower Child era. And then they lost arguably the most important member, and then they reformed. What, what was it? Uh, Jefferson Airplane. Yeah, Starship. 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 Jefferson Starship. This was like in that between period. I don't think I've ever heard a Jefferson Starship song. Oh, you have? Have I? Because they did We Built This City. Okay. That was in that terrible, terrible song. I see. Oh, and Knee Deep in the Hoopla. That was the name of that album. So this is who we're. This is the level of talent we're talking yes. here. So there is they, a, they a had whole. not even written the brilliance of "We Built This City on Rock and Roll" yet. Yeah, this was a song called uh, "The The Sky's on Fire" or something like that. Yeah, it's like the name of the song. But at this point, it didn't even have that title. It was as the working title of the song when they performed at the Star Wars special was "Cigarette Shaped Object." 
uh, flying away or something like that. That's a actually I like that. Title. But flying flying away was in like parentheses or something. It's cigarette shaped object and then in parentheses something like flying away. That's cool. Like that the kind of band that would write a song with that title I could get into. Yeah, it's not Jefferson Starship though because because that kind of sounds like a Guided by Voices song or something. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, but or like I don't know something in that that like post rock yeah post punk yeah, yeah. kind of weird thing. But instead, you get Jefferson Starship, who performs this song that is not great, and I can't even describe it because I like. No, but we can talk about the main thing in the performance that they thought was a good idea aesthetically. What they turned the microphone, they turned basically every instrument. Yeah, they made it like fluorescent pink neon that clearly they did in post. Yeah, so and like it the looks... guitar is pink, the drum set's pink, the, the bass ta- is, the guitar, the guitar's pink. pink. Here's where they really fucked up: the microphone. Is pink and it looks like a lightsaber. <laughs> so it's just a bl- bright fluorescent pink tube-shaped object Going that this man face. is holding in front of his mouth <laughs> and then rubbing his head behind the entire time, and it looks good. <laughs> we said this was a very horny Christmas special, <laughs> holiday special. It's like weirdly. So all the makeup is definitely overdone, and all the wardrobe is definitely underdone. The set design, honestly, it's really weird because when they're on Kashyyyk, like Chewbacca has a nice mid-century home. In the house, the house is well done. Anytime they cut to the outside, and it's like it's clearly, a, it's a matte painting. Awful. Yeah, it's, it's awful. It's so lazy. So so they do this whole music video. And then the, the, the troops just get up and they're just like, all right, well, we better continue the search. Like, that just, didn't make me horny enough. <laughs> it's like, I'll stop to watch this video. They, they tear apart the house. The kid sits down to watch a, a cartoon. About his dad. About his dad, which is weird. Like a cartoon that's been produced where... Very poorly. Yeah. where The plot is they uh, Chewbacca seems to have like turned evil or something and like tied Han up and is threatening him and like Luke and R2-D2 and C-3PO are like chasing after him mm-hmm. uh, and they crash No, you have it backwards. Han has infected by a mysterious sleeping virus Okay. That They're chasing Luke. Wait, what? They're chasing Luke because there's a whole thing of like one of them is shooting at I think Luke is shooting at... So the Falcon land, crash lands on the water planet of Pana, yeah. searching for a talisman. Yes. Because this is like 1978, and they had not developed any Star Wars lore. Right. You know, there's the one book that came out after A New Hope where it's all about getting kyber crystals, which didn't mean anything in-universe until like the last movie came out. Yeah. Was it Shadow of the Mind's Eye or something like yeah. that? Yeah. Something it's something that's like fucking sick if we're a D&D campaign. Yeah. But it does not work for Star Wars. Like yeah. So the, the Falcon, Han and Chewie, are looking for a talisman. Upon landing, they run into Boba Fett. This is the first introduction of Boba Fett. Mm. The way they meet Boba Fett is this planet is populated by dinosaurs, and, and Boba, Boba Fett, Fett is, shoots one. Boba Fett is riding a dinosaur, <laughs> and then has a giant tuning fork trident or bident that just like shoots sound waves, laser sound waves at a dinosaur, and just murders it. Mm-hmm. And then, and then he's like, clip I've seen. Yeah, yeah, and then he's like, I, I will help Luke find. 
the cure for this disease that is affecting Han. So, yeah, Chewie has Han tied up, and then Luke gets it as well. Boba Fett and Chewie go into the city. Yes. Uh, but then, motherfucker, they like already said the stuff for the next movie. Double crosses him and contacts Darth Vader. Boba Fett holds a, holds a whole like, hold on, you know, they don't like Wookiees here. Also, you just yell at people and growls. I'll handle this because I have a cool helmet. And, and also, also, he's like all white then. He does That's right, the concept. Yeah. Um, and then he gets to go. He calls Darth Vader. Uh, R2-D2 and C-3PO find out uh-huh. by hacking it through the Millennium Falcon somehow. They get the cure. They come back. They fix Han and Luke. And then Boba Fett just flies away. Yeah, then they're like, oh, you double-crossed us. And then he just blasts off <laughs> and says, we'll meet again. And the kid has to stop at some point when Darth Vader's on screen because the Imperial Trooper's coming over and he pretends that he's just doing, like, homework. He, like, turns the cartoon off and, like, does... He, like, alt-tabs over to another screen that just says, like, one, two, three, four. And he's just, like... (laughs) He's like, I'm learning your language. Yeah. And the guy's just like, all right, we'll continue on then. And then he goes back to watching the cartoon. Which, once again, I would like to talk about... um, So the in-universe idea here is that they have made a cartoon series which looks fucking terrible. (laughs) Like, Luke... His head and his neck and his body is all like, like a tube. Like it's just like one tube. there's no like there's no like difference between his chest, his neck, his face. It's just like flat. It looks like if 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 someone gave you a drawing like a three D drawing of a cube and they were like make that look like Luke Skywalker and you were like there's no way I can do and that. Han Han looks like. It looks like Nevada. It <laughs> just looks like he's long, like squinting. He's squinting. He's he got actually, a very long, pointy nose. He actually looks exactly like Adam Driver. Like <laughs> he it, looks it's like Adam Driver. It very much. It he looks like he looks like Adam Driver, and then all those weird like cartoon depictions of Sylvester Stallone, where he's just like like his face is just like grossly mis- like misshapen. He looks exactly like oh that. God. And it's. <laughs> He looks as much like a foot as anyone can look like a foot. And it looks nothing like Harrison Ford, which is the funniest part about it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I see the Sylvester Stallone thing, too. Yeah. And he does look like Adam Driver. <laughs> it's amazing. Meanwhile, C-3PO is straight up a parking meter. A gold parking meter. Chewbacca is not bad. They just make him a cute cartoon dog, Chewbacca. Yeah. But it looks like Calvin and Hobbes-esque. Sometimes, like the nightmare here is is the fact that Chewbacca, not bad. Han's face is a what's what state is that? I mean, it's the shape of like a, a U.S. map. It's like Arkansas or something with seventies hair, and then it's just a No, it looks like uh, Illinois. His his head looks like the state of Illinois. <laughs> it's like that thing of when the, uh, or New Jersey when when they're like, oh, well these these states make the chef. And you can like outline the vertically the shape if you just made the top one into fucking Han Solo. Yeah, God, he looks like Joe Camel. Yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah it's, and it, and I cannot stress enough. Like, it looks like a racist caricature, and you're not sure why. No 
And also, this is what Luke Skywalker looks like, which is like, oh my god, that's like terrifying. someone just watched anime for the first time. <laughs> no, Carrie Fisher picture. definitely has like, like Leia has the big old anime eyes. <laughs> There's also um, there, the first character they showed, they were with someone at the beginning like, of the like, Doctor like, Robotnik. Like Doctor Robotnik. <laughs> they just include a Doctor Robotnik character out of nowhere mm-hmm. who wears a lab coat no one in star wars ever wears a lab no, coat like no. even in the medical chamber it's a fucking robot and normally dressed rebels there are no lab coats in star wars which shouldn't be the thing that i'm most outraged by so they do this weird cartoon interlude thing which is the thing that most people remember about this film because it introduces a character boba fett because also people love boba fett for no reason other than he had a jetpack he jet at least he looks kind of badass he, like, he looks kind of cool shoots a dinosaur. That's cool. but the only reason people ever talk about the holiday special and mostly talk about that cartoon is they want more boba fett than like the dumb bumbling shitty boba fett we see right boba fett sucks so they do this cartoon bit and then lumpy goes upstairs and they're trying to figure out how they're going to get the like at this point, the stormtroopers are like tearing the house apart. So Lumpy goes upstairs to Baby Baka to build, yes, to build the machine that this the human trader gave him. That's like a typewriter, it is I guess a multi-purpose device. And what his plan is to build that so that he can use it to send a, a fake signal to the stormtroopers' radio, pretending that they've been called back to base. But in order to do that, he needs to find a way to translate. Wookie E's into Galactic Common. So he gets this thing and the instructions to put it together are a like YouTube tutorial video. Yeah. Also so- starring the guy who's Harvey Corman, who has been in multiple roles at this point. So uh, he has three roles in that. There's oh wait, no, that we came, haven't got to the big one. Hold up, that came after the B. Arthur bit, didn't no, it? No, I think the B. Arthur bit's last. Is that last? Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely not because it's it's after this. Yes, okay. B. Arthur is in this, by the way. You learn that within the first minute while they list the entire cast. But um, if you haven't noticed yet, the, the most striking thing about this film, if you, the holiday special to me, is that about 80% of it is people watching stuff on space TVs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like a it's a variety show. But it's a variety show that the only conceit they could come up with is like, oh, well, they're watching this now. Yeah. So he's watching this YouTube tutorial of Harvey Corman as a robot that just malfunctions while explaining how to put this machine together. And he looks like Harvey Corman. Like like there's no there's no anything. He he's just humanoid. Like, it's like he's just having a seizure. It's like the thing I mean lobot maybe. Yeah. But androids are a really understated thing in the Star Wars universe. Mm-hmm. And that's it. There's no Also there's, this is not canon. <laughs> Yeah, there's no like funny bits other than like him like occasionally just like repeating something that he said or like twitching in a weird way. Which I've seen a lot of YouTube tutorials. Pretty spot on, actually. (laughs) It's pretty close. So he puts this machine together, and before they can use it, there's an announcement that like on Moss Eisley. I don't know why Kashyyyk is getting announcements about Moss Eisley, but there's an announcement from the Empire that Moss Eisley is being put under curfew. And they cut to... Because of subversive forces. Subversive forces, yes. And they cut to B. Arthur is running the cantina, which doesn't look at all like the cantina as you see no, it in the No, it's awesome. Film. Okay, so the really cool thing about that was that um, they shot the original Moss Eisley scene like, in the desert. And then George Lucas wasn't happy. 
or the producer, someone wasn't happy, and they're like, there aren't enough aliens. There need to be more aliens. This is supposed to be the thing where we show all the aliens. So, in L.A., they built a soundstage, recreated the set, and then just shot that scene again with way more aliens. Any aliens they could find. They reused like costumes from Doctor Who. They just bought a Wolfman mask, which George Lucas is notoriously unhappy about. So I, I love that. And then there was that like blue elephant thing. Yeah. 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 Oh, man, it's I just like a scene. whole bunch of weird so shit they put together. And all of them come back. Like all of the aliens from the reshoots, clearly they just left that set there. And they're like, let's call B. Arthur. And she's like an old woman working behind the bar. And, and Harvey Corman again comes up as like carrying a flower and he's like trying to hit on her because he misunderstood something she said. The bar before. was very loud at this point. Yeah. And they did not put on subtitles. So a lot of this on, and that was about the time I got my second drink, a lot of this on is, is going to be guesswork, patchwork. Yes. But but the, the thing is that she said something to him earlier and he thinks that like she was hitting on him. So he's come back to like, Woo her over by bringing her a flower, and she kind of like plays it off, gets him a drink, tells him which like, the drinks are kept in um just plastic, like plastic pitcher, yeah, just red plastic like, IKEA like pitcher, fla- yeah, IKEA like flower, <laughs> like water flower, like flowering uh, plant water can. <laughs> got it. <laughs> a lot of work, like a red plastic <laughs> IKEA watering can. We got there, and. Just, they pour, not even blue milk, but just like some kind of like sun-kissed, you know? <laughs> yeah. Drink out of there. And he drinks through his head. Like she pours it into the top of his head. And his head is not a normal head. It's kind of like... A vol- it's like a kappa, like the Japanese kappa. Which has like, it's like a weird monkey with a bowl. Do like, you think any of this is making it easier to understand? He's got like a volcano in his head. <laughs> yeah, he's got like a, a cone head that's like collapsed, and apparently there's like a hole where it just goes up a little bit, and then there's a cutoff, and then it goes back in. Mm-hmm. And so he takes his drink. She walks away because someone else, and he like takes his drink and then just pours it into the top of his head, and then puts it down. And he's like, I need another one. So it's not clear. He doesn't have a mouth. It's not clear if he's drinking. He has drinking. a mouth, too? Yes. So he has an extra hole. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's he has gross, a top of head man. hole. Yes. He, that, looks, like, again, he looks very normal other than the hole in his head. Which is like clearly he has, some... like, he has like coconut little bowl cut around it. It's like a gray like <laughs> bowl weird. cut. And then it's... So he's like hitting like on that. B. Arthur. She's just like, no, that's... What do you think happened? Like, what... What I said was what you wanted to hear or something like that. I don't know. It was a scene that I actually really liked. And I like that it was at a bar and people are loud because I feel like it is a scene I have seen played out at countless bars where there's a very drunk dude. And he's like, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do what I said and did. And there's just a woman who does not want to talk to him and is either working or just talking to someone else. It's just like, no, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. He's like, I didn't mean... Do you you know I care about you and what you feel? And she's, and she's like, it's just, okay. Just like, no, it's okay. I'll get you a drink. I'll get you a drink. Okay. Just I'll get you a drink. Down. Just sit down. Just sit down and calm down. And he's <laughs> and like, the- okay. You know I didn't mean it all. I never hurt. I have seen that so many times in life, and they portrayed it pretty well. Yeah, and then and. But the kicker here is that it cuts away from... So that whole scene is just being... Like, the setup for this is that the Empire does an announcement to everybody, I guess, in the Empire. It's like, we need you to watch... Like, this is a mandatory message for all troopers to watch. And then it just cuts to that. And it's like, 
So the mandatory message is to watch this guy be like, I'm going to propose to this bartender lady. And she's just like, no. no." And and then they cut back and he's just like, anyway, we're we're setting a curfew on my my size. The canteen is being shut down. Yeah, and, and, and there's no explanation for why it's a mandatory message for anybody. And and also, meanwhile, the Cantina band is there. Yeah, Dan Fiegren and the modal notes. The modal notes are all there, and they're playing a slightly slowed down version. So it's like dun, 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 well, dun, dun, it starts dun, off at the normal dun, speed, dun, and then B. Arthur goes and sing a no, song. No, it slows over. down, and then it picks up, That's and then they have the scene where she's like, "All right, everyone has to leave." All right, one more drink. Everyone gets one more drink. And she sings a song, which is nice. It's a nice song. What was the song about? Uh, it's, it's called Good, uh, Good Night But Not Goodbye. Mm-hmm. And she's just going around giving people drinks that they didn't even seem to want and then she, or And then order. she like leads them in a conga line with their glasses and like gets them out of the bar. <laughs> and they all just like march off into, I guess, the streets of Moss Eisley with like empty glasses it was kind of cool because it kind of seemed like you know when we saw Moss Eisley that was probably like uh, midday on like a, a Saturday maybe yeah a hard or a hard day and this is just like Tuesday evening no one's really I mean people are there but no one's really there yeah mm-hmm. no one's like the guy steps behind the bar to harass her you know in like a compassionate way and no one like music doesn't stop band keeps nobody, playing yeah, nobody gives a shit. and also the guy who got his arm cut off is there with his arm attached mm. yeah so, so if you ever felt bad i or, do or at least an alien that looks like him same race and same jacket and same shirt yeah it's okay. it's the same guy it his makes sense regrow arms it's he's walrus man what walrus no, he's a spider i don't buy that Man, it's are you kidding me? He's got the big old eyes and he's got the fucking pedipalps. That's a spider. He looks like uh, Elephant Pedip- seal. Pedipalps. That's what you're thinking of, right? Elephant seal? Yeah. They have like the weird growth on their nose. No, that's Maybe. Not- I just know the original uh, Kenner version of his toy was called Walrus Man. So that I'm makes sense. Yeah. Walrus Man. <laughs> All right. Anyway, so they she sings that song and then at that point, Lumpy, we cut back out of it. Lumpy sends the message that says everyone needs to go home. One guy stays behind because they're trying to find out when this Wookiee comes back. Oh, yeah. Lumpy uses his fake thing, which is weird because... So the announcements have always been videos to the point that you have to watch B. Arthur And then he gets out a big old, like, long antenna radio. And he's just like, well, everyone has to leave now. It's just return to base, return to base. And then no other inf- no other instructions. And the guy's like, all right, I guess, I guess we go home. And they say, have one guy stay behind... Uh, and then he goes outside, and I, I missed some bit briefly where like Han and Chewie show up, and like no, thump. you didn't miss anything. That's what happens. <laughs> they go outside. He like sees the machine, destroys it. Lumpy like runs outside. He chases Lumpy, and, and then, then suddenly Han and Chewie are there, and like and they Han just... tricks him into falling off the porch. <laughs> he just, yeah, he just like Han kind of gives him like a left right, and then the guy just jumps off the side. <laughs> like, well, because he fakes going for the gun that he dropped, yeah, and, so the and then the guy just dives falls, to his falls, death. falls off. The... And so they lie. They so the guy they send out like a. All points bulletin. Here's saying, the like, point. I just want to say. Here's the point in the in in the holiday special 
the Star Wars holiday special. We're like our holiday special. There's not a lot more. It, they're getting to their two hour or an hour one hour it's, mark, but they and they just had to wrap it up. And they're but like, they continue, shit. They continue we, to explain things that didn't really like. You didn't need to like give an explanation for why they're not going to come looking for that soldier. Did they give a reason? Yes. <laughs> like they they straight up did like a be on lookout. It's like. It's like, Officer B-742, you haven't responded on your comm link. Is everything okay? We need you to... S-. And they just send that message out to everybody. Like, they don't... They can't contact him directly, so they just, like, put out a, an all-points bulletin to all TVs. It'd be like Trump just appearing on your TV and just being like, Hey, uh, Secretary Mattis, uh, you're, you're not answering your phone. I need you to call me. <laughs> Like, it's just a weird... Like, we get the presidential message. Yeah. And it's, it's just and it, like, Pence, where are you? Yeah, it's like, Melania, please pick up. <laughs> hey, hello? And it's just like, it's like some weird personal shit. So they're like, they're yeah. like, they're like, officer, we need you to respond. So that Son guy, the human traitor, calls in. And the just guy like, with... Okay, we say yeah. Son human traitor like we've ever established him under that. He's the old man with the very open shirt. Yes. Which keeps getting more and more open. But he calls that... It's like, like half off at this point. He calls it's like... Like barely hanging on his shoulders. He calls that he's officer sashaying. back. He calls that officer back, and he's just like, "Yeah, uh, so that officer was here with some other people. They left, but he stayed behind. And then he took a bunch of food and ran off into the woods. And they're like, "All right, we'll send a search party out to look for him." And he's like, de- probably dead at the like doorstep to Chewbacca's house. Yeah, <laughs> down at the bottom of the tree because because yeah. Wookies build their home in the, the tops of the giant trees of Kashyyyk. So now, I want to take a moment before we get to how this actually ends and say, uh, Harold, birthday boy. Uh, so now, the entire thing has been Chewie struggling to get home, yeah, he's home. to his family. He's right. home, pawns and tow. How do you think they celebrate Life Day? Dude, I Probably in song, right? Yeah. I don't know. I have no <laughs> idea. <laughs> Seems like... You know, Mala made a meal. They have this whole VR sex. They, they did a gift giving. It seemed like, oh yeah, this is probably very similar to. They did a gift giving. Well, the guy showed up and gave them the VR porn. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, Chewie's not even there. No, but and also but, is that guy Santa? And also, does Santa bring you VR porn? No, but like it seemed like a thing that they're doing of like. He, I'm pretty sure he says these are life day gifts at some point. Okay, that makes sense. So there's some like gift giving aspect. It seems like there's a big dinner thing, very similar to like what we associate with like Christmas or whatever. And, but the gift giving is primarily most of the plot is is the shirtless old man giving gifts, and then, but Chewie isn't even there. He doesn't even have a gift for Chewie. We don't even get to the family sitting down eating that no. pot that we cut Mala. Whipped and whisked and whipped and whisked and, and beat. beaten, beatled. Instead, um, I feel like I missed something here. So here's here's the only image I have because I was partially distracted. Suddenly, everyone's in a single file line wearing red robes, mm-hmm. carrying like crystal balls, like glowing orbs, mm-hmm. and walking in space towards a bright light. Yep, nope, that's exactly it. <laughs> it cuts, just comes out of nowhere. Yeah, it cuts straight to like, here's a starry background. They're walking somewhere into a big bright white light. And then the next scene is them gathered around. I, it looks like it's a big tree. Yeah. It's unclear, and there's a bunch of Wookiees there, all in red robes, carrying crystal orbs, and then suddenly... Uh, according to Wikipedia, it is called the Tree of Life. Sure. Makes sense. 
Because um, it's life day tree. Right. Yeah. And then suddenly Luke and Leia and Han and C-3PO and R2-D2 all show up at this like life day celebration on Kashyyyk. And it was already established that they were not in, not on Kashyyyk or anywhere close to Kashyyyk, really. So they just show up all of a sudden to yeah. celebrate and tell like Chewbacca how much they like love him or whatever and how great he is. This is at this point, it's you had one movie, you know, you don't really know him that well. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really, and they, like, they and all like, just met, and they finally like Carrie Fisher Which, is yeah. featured briefly in the film to be like, hey, she still exists, but then she gets like a big monologue at the end where she like is hugging Chewbacca, and it seems like she's like coming on to Chewbacca, or at least like. And if you look closely, I heard she has a, a little, a little long nail. Yeah. Which implies. She's very happy. She's honestly the only one that seems happy. Mark Hamill, it just seems like not only is something wrong, but it seems like it's not really Mark Hamill. And Han, I mean... He's so he's, grumpy. Yeah, like yeah. He doesn't want to be there. His level of enthusiasm for it is like less than if you've ever seen Harrison Ford on a talk show. Uh-huh. And yeah. he has the least amount of lines. Yeah. So she yeah. does this big speech in front of all, like all the Wookiees. At their big tree that they get together to celebrate Life Day at, she probably doesn't know a damn like because they barely knew about Wookies before. They probably like knew what a Wookie was, but they don't certainly don't really know what the culture is. And they just show up and she gives some speech and then sings a song, mm-hmm. and then it's over. And well, that's like the end. I of was the right. So the song. Hold on, <laughs> hold on. You missed two things because at the bar they kind of prematurely ended it. One. um... The credits is like so. The song she sings, which we could barely hear, is um, apparently to the tune of the theme of Star Wars. Like thing. Well, they also said that B. Arthur song is to the tune of the Cantina Band song, and it's not to the tune of that. It was over the that like but it was no. You forgot it slowed down, so it's But but she was not singing the melody of that. And you're putting way too much like hip hop beat into it. It was like weird. Um, well, so what the, was the lyrics song she sings. Um, it's uh, I don't know, Life Day song. But the lyrics of it are: We celebrate a day of peace, a day of harmony. Maybe if you give me the Star Wars. Uh, we celebrate. No, I can't. We celebrate a day of peace, a day of harmony, a day of joy we can all share together, joyously. Good line there, joy. Okay, yeah. uh, a day that takes us through the darkness, a day that leads us into might, a day that makes us want to celebrate the light, a day that brings the promise that one day we'll be free to live, to laugh, to dream, to grow, to trust, to love, to be. Sure doesn't really match up i mean it's carrie fisher's not i mean i guess it seems like it might be a traditional life day song it'd just be like like to me it seemed like if i just showed up at a synagogue (laughs) during hanukkah it was just like uh life day god God rescue merry gentlemen like just like showing up singing a christmas carol they're like who the fuck are you why are you here like what are you doing like Mm -hmm. you're not supposed to be here 
And so here's where you think the movie would be over. Because suddenly it just cuts to Chewbacca and then... The screen... Freeze frames on Chewbacca for a long time. <laughs> Freeze frames. And then it like overlays and fades into a montage of just like some clips from Star Wars. <laughs> Hell yeah. The Wikipedia, I would like to point this out. The Wikipedia frames this is... Um, Chewie remembers his adventures during the events of the original film. There's like voiceover at this point that's like, oh, Star Wars... The hit film. Yeah, and it's just like showing the scene where they first like see the Millennium Falcon. <laughs> it's weird. And then it cuts to, after like basically giving you like a shitty trailer for Star Wars, just cuts to them back home around the table, around this Wookiee slop that Mala made. And they bow their heads because Wookiees say grace. <laughs> yeah, you know. For life day. And, um. Yeah, I missed that Then part. it ends. Yeah. And that's Life Day. That's the Star Wars that's Holiday Star special. Wars special. I think we took roughly the same amount of time to explain that as it takes to just watch it. How long have we spent? Uh, about an hour and 15. Okay. I that's think we still have time for us to pause and freeze frame and then think about all the things that we've done over the year. This is where I'm going to edit in the worst clips of us saying the worst thing, which is mostly <laughs> just us saying Tim Cruel did 9-11. Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> Uh, it's a weird what a film. Year. It's a weird film. And then that sounds beautiful, joyous, mm-hmm. you know? trusting, yeah. peaceful. A lot of positive qualities. Yeah. Um, I can't imagine why they didn't make any more. I would like them to. I think it's. I want a new one with like Kylo Ren. Yeah. And see what his spin on it's like. Life <laughs> Like Kylo, Kylo, I like Life Day. I like Death Day. I'm making yeah. my own Death Day. It's cool. Isn't that, wasn't that a movie that came out this year? What, Death Day? Death Day? Where yeah, it's, it's just Kylo Ren wearing a sweater. Being <laughs> mad no, there stuff. was like a movie that came out this year where like the plot was just like Groundhog Day, but you keep dying. And like, what? you have to solve. She you just keep dying. Go, yeah, that's Groundhog Day. No, but somebody's like, she got murdered and she has to figure out how she got murdered. <laughs> that's true calling, but in reverse. Yeah. Happy Death Day. Happy Death Day. Mm-hmm. That's what it's called. Uh, so, no, just Kylo Ren's cool death day. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to see Kylo Ren show Kylo up. Kylo Ren's super dark death day. Kylo Ren shows up at the, the end of like Life Day to hug Chewbacca and sing him a song about how much he loves him and how the world could be a better place. <laughs> Yeah, it's got to be positive for the kid. So. Kylo Ren's Dark Hanukkah. <laughs> dark Hanukkah. I don't know. They got, there's a lot of possibilities. We'll work, we'll work on one. How many uh, days of Hanukkah are there? Seven? Eight? Eight. Just, eight crazy nights. That's right. You know what else says eight? Darkness. Ooh, Kylo spells crazy with a K. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, well, this is my darkness, menorah. <laughs> that's that's life day. This is Harold's birthday. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How do you know? 27. 27. Damn. The years fly by. They really the do. They start coming and they don't stop coming. Back to the <laughs> rules and you hit the ground running. Didn't make sense not to let... No one's going to stop me? All right. <laughs> oh, we, we really need it in this episode because we're losing enthusiasm. That's I'm also very tired. <laughs> yes, everyone's tired. So we've made it... Everyone listening is tired, too. We've made it through 50 beautiful, wonderful episodes. Um, Here's the only 40 of which are currently available <laughs> online for streaming. That's right. We, we bumped our numbers up by just like doing some... 
some previous episodes and we've just hidden. If you want to listen to the first 10 episodes for Nostalgia Steak, you got give us money. Also, just give us money. Go to patreon.com slash theme. You know, theme. our goal for the com- and for the next life day is to have one million patrons. Mm-hmm. Yep. And also a movie in development. Mm-hmm. So help us realize that by becoming a themeky, themeco, or themeker top tier. And if you want to be a guest, uh, you better bring your themekin hats because we're going to beat you up. It's going to wail on you. It's going to fucking wail on you. We're going to tie you up and throw you in the river. Um, big things popping. Little things also popping. Yeah. John's got a show on the 28th. Oh, you're playing it? Right. Well, I'm, I might be playing it. Okay, yeah. You, I'm, so I'm still tough. unclear. I'm pretty sure I'm playing bass. So you're maybe plugging a show. That I'm going to be playing. For a friend of the show, John, John Massey. Who, who you know because... John the Facebook Massey. Well, you know him because oh, yeah. you're friends with him. But yes. people who listen to the show might know him because he's... Because they're also friends with him. Or, you know, a portion of the Statistically speaking. I mean, they should be friends with him. He's been on several episodes, yeah. so... You feel like you're friends with him. You should. He was on our Antarctica episode. Our... He was on the cursed episode that <laughs> never never got found. He's good friends with Gary the Audio he, Guy. He knows Gary the Audio Guy personally. Um, so when is the show? The 28th. At Where? Urban Artifact. Okay. With some band from like... I December 20th? Yes. All right. And then on the 7th, uh, upstairs we'll be playing with... Emperor. January or December? January. Okay, December 7th. Not <laughs> December 7th already happened. Oh, shit. Smash came out. Right. Like January seventh, you have upstairs with Emperor X. It's going to be a great show. I love Emperor X. Mm-hmm. Very excited about that. Very cool. Yeah. Very I good. have nothing this time. Oh, yeah. I uh, that was my impression of JFK. I uh, <laughs> I uh, been yeah. Berliner. You can't see I it. Been Ber- no, I love you can't see it, but Nick's head just got blown apart by a sniper bullet. <laughs> Wow. It's a very good impression of JFK. It's very impressive. You can only do it once, though. There were two shots. Where did they come from? There were more Um, than two shots. Check out my conspiracy theory radio show, The Fire Escape. Every or most or every other, some, let's say every, Saturday at 5 p.m. on Radio Radio Artifact. Radio Artifact. Um, and that's it. I told you about the Patreon. So keep on keeping on, keep on thinking on, think on, thinking on, think on, keeping on. May the force be with you. Can we say that? Is that trademark? I don't know. Let them come for us. Yeah. This is, like, this is a very legal, very cool episode. <laughs> legal. <laughs> very cool. Bye. Bye. <laughs>